Sex and happiness both enrich our lives, yet it's surprising how few people can honestly say that they enjoy regular and fulfilling sex or describe themselves and their lives as happy. Host Lori Handlers helps you to experience real intimacy and happiness. You'll laugh a little, learn a little, and we hope put a smile on your face and a smile in your life. Now here's Lori. Hi, everybody. This is Lori Handlers, and you're listening to another episode of Sex and Happiness, the show about your sex and your happiness. And I'm thrilled to be here again. I'm always thrilled to be on the show because it makes me sexier and happier, and I know it makes my guests sexier and happier, and I know it makes you sexier and happier, So, or else you wouldn't be listening. So today I have a very special show for you. I don't think I've covered this anything near this topic before. Um, so this is brand new, like listen up, uh, get comfortable in your chair or wherever you are, driving, whatever, because this should be a very interesting and eye-opening show for you. First, let me introduce my guest, and as I introduce him, you will get what the show's about. His name is Adrian Bailey. He's the owner of MyPlayBay.com a website that sells life-size, realistic sex toys for men. His company's goal is to destroy the stigma that currently surrounds the industry and open both men and women's eyes to the many other uses his toys can offer, other than just sex. All right, Adrian, welcome to Sex and Happiness. Oh, thank you, Laurie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. And you know what? You're on the right show. You know, we're going to open people's eyes to, uh, to what it is that you do and, and what it is that, that they could do or get from, you know, patronizing your products. So first of all, let, so these are like life-size dolls and you're changing, you're, you call them my play bays. So before we get into why you call them that, and, and um, well, no, you know what? Let's get into right away. Why do you call them play bays instead of sex dolls? Uh, so in the, in the industry, you know, uh, they're called sex dolls by a lot of people. They've been known as uh, sex dolls mm-hmm. for a lot of people. And... Uh, the the issue that I have with the with the word doll is that it comes across to to a lot of people uh, in a negative way. It kind of has a bit of a of a connotation, especially when you have grown men using them. So now you you have grown men playing with dolls. Um, and so, <laughs> I never yeah. thought about it like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and so for some for some people, especially right now, because the the industry's in its in its in its infancy at at this point in time. So uh, right as it stands right now, uh, you have a, a a lot of men that uh, that are that do use these for sex, and then so people that don't really know about the 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 dolls when they hear the word doll, it just it just kind of has like a negative connotation okay. to it. And well, so, go ahead. Well, so first of all, let me just, let's distinguish a little bit. I want, I mean, I want to know how you got into this because I know that your seventh grade guidance counselor did not tell you that you were going to be manufacturing <laughs> sex dolls. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, yeah. you're 
your seventh grade guidance counselor probably told your parents that you were going to be a mathematician or like, that's what they told. That's what they told my parents. <laughs> so I want to know, you know, how you did, how you got into this, but before we get there, like this, I want to distinguish that I, when I went to your website and the reason you're my guest today on the show is because I saw these gorgeous, fabulous looking dolls that looked real. And I mean, I knew the jokes that I've told or that friends of mine have told about sex dolls had to do with blow up dolls, you know, that don't look real, but that just have a hole, you know, they have like, yeah. a place, they have a place to like, insert penis and that's it you have these gorgeous life-size dolls that look like they're real people and i'm yeah. a proponent of sex robots and robotics anyway in the in in the broad sense because i think robotics and artificial intelligence is going to make people's lives enhanced medically uh, uh, longevity wise, et cetera. So I can't imagine that uh, these dolls that you're making, which you're calling Bays, B-A-E. Uh, yeah. I, I can't imagine that uh, they wouldn't enhance someone's life, assuming that others weren't threatened by them. Just the same way as, okay. you know, I represent Sibian, which is a... Mm -hmm riding style sex machine it's a it's the we call it the lamborghini uh vibrators and when i've been at trade shows with bunny lampert the daughter of dave who invented sibian and she and i are together at a table where i have my wares and she has her sibian there there are people who come up and they're literally men are intimidated if their partner would want a sibian yeah, okay. yeah. I'm giving you, the, you know, I'm giving you the other side. Like men get intimidated by vibrators that they think will replace them. Yes, and and, I, the can, and I can totally get how some people might uh, might have that type of a uh, reaction. Certainly, you know, when I first uh, told my girlfriend about <laughs> uh, what I wanted to do. <laughs> she had, she kind of had a similar reaction. She, it was one of those things where, you know, she was just like, you know, well, I, I you know, she didn't really understand it. <laughs> and the, the way many of the, the, the other companies that, that sell the, you know, I call them base, but sell dolls, uh, sell them. It's very, it can be, especially for a woman, if you go to some of my competitor sites, it can be very raunchy. And so I was looking at this. And so I, I pretty much told myself when I, when I wanted to get into this, that I, I was like you, when I first laid eyes on these dolls, I saw what you saw. I was like, man, these things are gorgeous. Right. And I immediately wanted to be able to have one, to play with one, to see what it's like to experience it. And um, my girlfriend took a little bit of, of convincing um, because yeah, in many ways I felt like she was a little intimidated and I ended up buying one and I, I have one and she's at the point now where she's no longer intimidated. She likes what, uh, what I'm doing. Um, and 
you know, I I knew that in order to to sort of change the overall perception, mm-hmm. I was going to have to not just change guys' perceptions, but I was going to have to sort of change women's perceptions in some ways too. Yeah. Um, the other yeah. half of the population. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But- and I, I felt like that as long as women were intimidated or angered by these types of things or, or, uh, or these toys, that it would make things a lot harder for men to be able to, to use you know, right. and to be able to buy. And they feel ashamed. A lot of men felt like, oh, you know, I have to hide it. Yeah, I have to put it in the closet before my girlfriend yeah. comes over. She can't know that I have this. Here's the yeah. thing. Uh, here's the thing that I, I want to, you know, I remember my father was a major art collector. My father was a dentist in Brooklyn, New York. And um, he supported all these artists that were, uh, you know, up and coming artists in New York during the 60s and 70s and so on. And these artists traded my father for dentistry and they would give him pieces of art, which if you saw my house right now, my my house is like an art museum. And um, there was one piece, I'll never forget this. It was a triptych. It was three pieces of um, like Betty and Veronica comics. It was Veronica and it was three three views of Veronica with balsa wood breasts and a balsa wood uh, ass. And, um, you know, looking, so, and it was in, (laughs) my father put it in my parents' bedroom. And I remember my mother going, Marty, that, that triptych has to go in the basement. (laughs) I can't, I can't compete with that. Like that. I don't want to look at those boobs. And I don't want to look at that ass, you know, like I don't have boobs on ass like that. Those are built up balsa wood, like huge protrusions. And, um, you know, my father obediently took the triptych, this big piece. It was a huge installation. He took it downstairs and put it in the basement of our house. And so I, you know, I have images of that when we're talking about these. Um, And I don't know, I feel like you're, you know, there's always going to be uh, women who feel like you're making something that uh, they can't live up to. You know, like I, it used to be the Playboy set. It used to be the Playboy centerfold or the penthouse centerfold. Like men would see these airbrushed pictures of these perfect women, and no real woman could like live up to that, or very few. Yeah. And so yeah. now you're making these gorgeous fantasy dolls. And I can see that some women would go like, and some men would go like, you know, there's no real woman who looks like that and who, who can, you know, look like that in clothes or out of clothes or whatever. So I, I realize you're going to have this. Uh, yeah. And, and, and also, basically, also yeah. you're going to have arguments about objectification. So, you know, sure. okay. So now, so what? So tell us why, you know, tell us how you came up with this. This couldn't be what your seventh grade guidance counselor told you you were going to be. How did you go from wherever you were, you know, or whatever you got educated in to deciding you were going to do this? Well, uh, you know, I, I owned a lingerie company um, back in the day. I sold high-end luxury lingerie. Hmm. And um, 
you know, I really loved the the world of edgy uh, sexual types of, of products and, and being in that world. Um, you know, we sold in about 25 high-end boutiques across uh, the U.S. and five in Europe before the recession hit. And when the recession hit, luxury lingerie took a took a huge hit. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, seriously, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm it, laughing. Uh, I'm laughing, yeah. but I'm, I'm sorry that that happened. But that's like one of the first discretionary Because yeah, women, yeah, they, you know, they... They don't mind, at, well, at that point, they didn't have as much disposable income, and so they'd be, they were willing to spend money on shoes and bags because, you know, people could see that, but lingerie, you couldn't really see. Right. Uh, but anyway, fast forward uh, to, you know, just under a year ago, uh, I was on the internet, and I saw a, uh, a video, and there was a, a comedian, and he was... Um, he was talking about how he was joking about how uh, his friends had were telling him that uh, you know, he had a friend that was telling him that he was going to buy a sex doll and he started kind of making fun of his friends. And then he saw the picture. And after he saw the picture, he was, he, <laughs> he was like, well, maybe I need to stop being so judgmental. And so he starts, he starts going off on all like the, the great, Things that uh, that the dolls would have that um, he could have fun with, and without having to deal with uh, you know like a girlfriend. So he, you know he joked about he doesn't he he didn't have to worry about the doll checking his phone. He didn't have to worry about the doll uh, trying to get his attention while he was watching the game. Uh, you know things like that. And so uh, I you know right away I was just like. I want one of those. And so I sort of, I, and I looked into the, I looked in the comment section, and this, this video, at, at, it has about, ooh, last time I checked, over 700,000 uh, views. And when you look in the comment section, I saw a lot, a lot of men that were saying that they wanted one too. And I was just like, you know what? You know, this is, this is going to be, the next big thing. Um, I know you talk about robots and robots are moving in that direction as well. I watch Westworld and on Westworld, I think that's kind of like everybody's dream to be able to have like, do you watch Westworld? No, I don't watch TV. (laughs) Well, in Westworld, you can go, it's like a a futuristic uh, land amusement park where you can go and there's uh, a cowboy land, but there's men and, and male and female robots that are indistinguishable from human beings. And you can kind of do whatever you want with them. You can, you know, fight, you can have sex, you can gamble, you can do, you know, all right. the things that you do with right. a normal, a regular person. And so I, I should, know things are headed that way. I should tell um, you that I actually own a robot and um, it's, but it's a pool robot. It cleans my pool. Oh. <laughs> it swims on the top of my pool. It's um it's solar powered and it eats leaves and things that fall into the, my pool and stay floating on the surface. So and it's very right now it's on it's in repair and I'm missing it because I have to skim the pool. So <laughs> I <laughs> so the truth be told I already own a robot. It's not a sex robot but 
I understand uh, the importance of this, but we, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll talk about some more advantages, not just the things that men wrote about this comedian, but also sure. some things that I know about robots. So I'm sure it's true about your dolls too. So if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness. This is Laurie Hamler, your host. I'm interviewing Adrian Bailey. Adrian's super interesting to me. He owns a company called My Play Bay, and we'll spell that out for you in a little while so you too can order one, um, which is a website that sells life-size realistic sex toys for men. And that's all I'm going to say right now. Stay tuned. We're coming right back, and we're going to talk about the advantages and the benefits of having a doll like this, whether you're in relationship or not. Did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright? That you don't need to earn it or prove it? You just need to live it. I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love, power, and freedom. If you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart, I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual sexual shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to SchoolofTempleArts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being. Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handlers right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown Take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life, physically emotionally and spiritually with sex and happiness by Lori Handlers only 1999 paperback and 1499 ebook order your copy today by going to butterflyworkshops.com that's butterflyworkshops.com for your copy of sex and happiness if you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra is safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts, and it's created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single-dose personal packets, each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. 
And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want, please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handler's on the Sex and Happiness Show. We're back with Sex and Happiness. Again, I'm Laurie Handlers, and I'm interviewing Adrian Bailey. And um, and Adrian's just told us about the beginnings of his company, how he, he saw a video on YouTube or whatever on, on HBO about uh, a comedian talking about having a sex doll. And then he read the thousands of comments and all these men saying I need that too so what do you think men are really saying here you know like I think they're saying you know they're they, I think well I think men are very confused in this day and age I think men have lost their balls uh, I think women have cut their balls off um, I'm not a ball busting ball cutting off woman but I was you know, like I was, <laughs> I just, you know, if truth be told, I was a card carrying feminist. I didn't realize back in the day, which I'm talking about the early 70s, I didn't realize that um, my needing to express my independence, my need for equal pay, my need for, not, for breaking codependency in my life, which was, you know, programmed into me. I didn't realize that that would have the uh, earth-shattering effects on men that it does and has today. I, and it's, for me, it's very saddening. I feel like men are lost. If, they do, if, we're not, you know, if they're not going to war and being like war heroes, which I'm hoping nobody's going, by the way, what do they do? Like, is opening the car door enough? Is buying three dinners enough to get sex? Is... Uh, is uh, do do you are you an Alan Alda kind of a guy? You know, like super sensitive and super feminist, or are you John Wayne? Or are there even any John Waynes left? And there's a lot of confusion. I understand. And then there's this too, this other thing, um, MIGTOW, men going their own way who who've had it. They're fed up with women. So yeah. and, and and then there's women going. Where are all the men? The same women who are cutting the same women who are cutting off men's balls and making them wrong for having uh for their instrument of love being a penis, um they're they're going where are all the men. So we're in a very confusing time. Uh to say to say the least. Yeah, totally, totally uh, uh, agreed. Um, you know, and there's a, you mentioned the, the MIGTO movement. There's a, a lot of, a lot of men that, uh, you know, they're really just sort of, of, of fed up with, with women, with all of the, the, the stress that comes along with women, that comes along with marriage, um, with, which comes along with, 
you know, even just 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 dating. Right. And um, you know, a lot of guys are getting to the point where they're pretty much saying, you know, in in, in a lot of ways, women are overrated. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh be, you know, because women, they, you know, yes, they can, they can offer, they can offer sex and they, you know, there's times when they can be great partners, but there's also a lot of, you know, downside negative things that come along, um, with women and with dating that, you know, a lot of guys are just fed up with They're you know, they're, they're fed up with uh the insecurity that that women have um they're upset with having to be the ones that you know that pay for everything so they're upset with losing half their stuff in a divorce right um they're you know, or, all their of, stuff. or all their stuff yeah. and their children so yeah i get it i get it yeah and so a lot of men are saying you know what you know, maybe I don't necessarily need to be in a in a full time relationship with a woman. Maybe I don't need to follow society and get married. And maybe I can kind of focus on me and and doing things that I need to do to make my life better. I know there's been plenty of times when you know I've dated women in the past, and I spend so much time trying to keep the woman happy. Um, that I tended to neglect some of my own needs and right. things that I wanted to, you know, goals that I, I wanted to accomplish. Something as small as, you know, I would try and lose weight and I had a girlfriend and all she wanted to do was eat out all the time. <laughs> you know? And now I'm, and now I'm, now I'm sitting around getting fat and, you know, not things that I do because, you know, I have to sort of pressure me to kind of hang out all the time because she's, cut off all her girlfriends now that she's dating me and I'm her sole source of happiness. No. Listen, I have to just tell you something. The conversation that you're saying, like as you're hearing, I know I'm laughing, but I'm laughing with you. I'm not laughing at you, but I'm laughing at a situation because when I first started doing women's groups, by the way, I used to facilitate, I mean, in the, I'm now, you know, a world renowned sex educator, but when I first was starting doing workshops and groups and whatever, women used to say that very same thing. That's why I'm laughing. It's like oh. men, men and women have reversed roles. Women are like now, you know, knocking them dead in the in the uh, marketplace and they're making bank and they're they're doing all this stuff. And men are going like, I want to go on a diet, and she's not letting me. I I just had to laugh because. <laughs> That's what women used to say about men. They used to, in my women's groups, they used to talk about men, their husbands sabotaging their diets. So you're saying that I've heard women say, and so I feel, you know, I want to say to everybody, stop. Like, cut it out. Men get your own balls. Women get your own vaginas. You know, get yourselves together and adore each other like we're here on this planet together and we need to find a way to come back to love, you know, come back to like we can be independent, but we can adore each other. But anyway, that's that's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and I agree with you. (laughs) I, I am in a relationship 
Uh, my girlfriend is great. My girlfriend is my girlfriend is great. She's she's supportive. She's a real teammate. Good. Um, you know, I have her back. She has mine. Um, and I and I still have a play bay, and I still you know, and and she has some toys. You know, the thing. So women have had toys that they've played with for years. They've had dildos, and there's the machine that you were talking about. And women right, have Sibian. had a full plethora of options. And, and, you know, there may be some guys that get intimidated because a woman has a really huge dildo or something. But <laughs> at the end of the day, that, that dildo's not going to replace men. Men aren't going to just disappear off the face of the earth. And right. it's the same thing with these toys. Right. The, the, the dolls are sexy. They're hot. They're fun to play with. Um, they're, and they're, you know, and they're, they're very good with just helping to fill the void uh, when, you know, you know, your girlfriend maybe not be around or if you're single in the middle of, uh, you know, a, a you know, long-term relationship. Right. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of things that, a lot of benefits that, that the dolls have to offer. One of the actual, the, the biggest benefits that I found is that, um, you know, the, your doll, is willing to do whatever you want it to do. <laughs> whatever you want it to do, whenever you want it to. Right. Which is, you she, know, doesn't which is she doesn't have a headache. Yeah, she doesn't have a headache. She's not going to have a headache. She's not going to say, no, I don't want to do that particular thing. She's going to do whatever you say to do, and it's going to be fun, and it's going to be fine. Yeah. And, you know, and so you can you can fulfill whatever your innermost desires are. Uh, you know, I, I have a, you know, I have a friend, uh, who, who has one, uh, who, who recently just, he just got one. And, you know, he was saying that one of the reasons that, you know, his, cause he's also in a relationship and he was like, his girlfriend doesn't like to give oral sex or anal sex. And she's kind of, she only likes to do, you know, sort of like the standard type, positions and that kind of thing and sometimes he thought he got a little you know would get a little boring and um you know but he he really loves her and you know he's got his, he's got his play bay now and they he's been telling me he's been having a lot of fun with her and there's <laughs> nothing wrong with it and it hasn't affected their relationship i think his girlfriend initially was also a little uh you know like like my girlfriend like uh, i don't know what is this or, you know Right. But, um, she seems to be sort of uh, warming up, uh, you know, to it. And so, you know, that part is cool. That's great. And so, yeah. And so some of the other types of uh, times where I think Playbase can come in handy is, um, you know, let's say you're in a long distance relationship and you don't want to go out and be unfaithful or, or you know, you're in a monogamous, uh, monogamous relationship. And, you know, the guy wants to be able to, to do something, you know, and you right. know, now he has, he has an option to be able to continue to remain, you know, faithful in his relationship while not becoming, you know, sexually repressed and not yeah. being able to have, you know, some sort of a, a fun outlet to do that. Um, I've had guys that have um, um, brought up, you um, Purchasing one for like a bachelor party, uh, you know that that uh, was another uh, type of a thing that I, I felt that 
this it could potentially really work for um whereas you know the 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 uh fiance or the 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 wife to be doesn't want the boyfriend to actually go out or the fiance to go out and sleep with another woman you know bring in a play bay he can still have all the fun without getting in any trouble yeah i get it great yeah so ultimately be like you know a a a toy that every man has for his man cave so my question for you is let's talk about bay b-a-e play bay where did you get the word bay from so bay is one of those words that uh it, it, it was it's a trending kind of a word it started off uh, I feel like it kind of started off more like in the in the hip hop type realm. Uh, people started short shortening babe, the word babe, and started calling people bay. And then um, I don't know if you've ever saw this. The you ever see the, the the guy that is in the video and he's cutting up the steak and he sprinkles the salt on the thing. So he's known as like salt bay. And then there was a you know, <laughs> there was the guy that there was a model who got arrested and he ended up like getting married and, and but he was a very like handsome man. So people started calling him like prison Bay. Oh. And so it was, yeah. So Bay was one of those words. And so when I was thinking about what is a good word that I felt that people could use instead of calling these things dolls, because there are a lot of people that actually believe it or not uh, have like, genuine like relationships with these um with these toys and you know the the word doll like I, I i said i thought it had a negative connotation and so i was just like you know this isn't necessarily doll this can be like your bay but it's not your real bay because obviously she's not a real person it's your play bay it's a right. bay that you have that you play with and yeah. you know um and, and, and I sort of, you know, I, I ran the name by, a, a, you know, a few people. Uh, my girlfriend is one and they just loved it. They thought that that, that made a lot of sense and it, it didn't, it didn't disrespect any of the people that, um, that see their bays as more than just um, a sex toy because right. there, there are men out there that uh, I, I don't know if, if you know much about loneliness, but there's like 47 million chronic lonely people in the United States alone. And the uh, former Surgeon General has declared a state of emergency for loneliness. And they said that loneliness is the equivalent uh, of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Mm. Um, And so there's people that are literally dying from being lonely. Yeah. And so um, there's a, um, a documentary on sex dolls. It's on Amazon. It's, I think it's called All the Dolls. And it, it highlights several men who actually live with their dolls. And they, they have one or sometimes they have several. And these dolls are helping people that were suffering from chronic loneliness to to have some happiness in their life and it's and for them it's you know sure I'm, they have sex with the dolls but the dolls also serve a, a purpose that helps to keep them from 
some of the from suffering from some of the effects, the ill effects that come along with loneliness. And yes. there's times when my when my girlfriend stays out of town where I'll uh, I'll sleep with my playbay. Her name is Amy, and you know it really helps in the middle of the night, like you know, because I'm used to sleeping in a bed with my girlfriend. So when she's right. not in the bed, it's kind of a little bit harder for me to sleep because. You know, although I do kind of like to have my space, there's times when I like to turn around and cuddle too. And having a, a, a human, gorgeous female form to hold and to cuddle with really helps me on those nights that she's not around to, you know, to get back to sleep when I'm, you know, resting uneasily, you know? Got it, yeah. Well, I wanted to tell you that I have seen, I've seen a few, um, short videos on people with robots, people who have couldn't can afford a robot because robots are super expensive, but how yeah. they how also robots have uh have remarkably changed their feelings of loneliness. And mm -hmm. so I understand that. And also when you were saying before the thing about how the doll doesn't say no to anything, you know, that's the way people used to feel about their computers. In um, 2004, there was a cover story on Newsweek called DINs, Double Income, No Sex. And it showed, the cover showed the woman with a computer in her lap in bed and the man with the, with the remote in his hand in bed. Mm -hmm. And it showed mm -hmm. how these people were working their asses off to make a living and how when they had spare time, they were watching TV and do, being on the computer rather than being with each other. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I know that I'll always have a job because of that. But um, <laughs> despite that, mm -hmm. I also feel like computers don't say no. You know, like when we're on our computer, when we're on Facebook, when we're on uh, social media, which we didn't even have back then, people still found that, you know, their computers always said yes to whatever the function was or whatever it was that they want to look up. So there's, I think there's an underlying, uh, I don't know, I don't know whether to call it an insecurity. I think there's an underlying fear of rejection or need for acceptance that every single human being has and mm -hmm. we're fulfilling it in different ways. Whether we fulfill it with a doll, we fulfill it with a robot, we fulfill it with a, a computer, we, you know, like, or the phones now, now it's the phone. Um, we, it, some device or something that says yes to us produces oxytocin. Every time you get a like on Facebook, yeah. you, get, you get a little oxytocin rush. You do. Yeah, I was just, I was just reading, I was just reading about that. Uh, every time you, even you just open a new article, and you get new information. Every new article that you open releases a little dose of oxytocin. I was, exactly. I was literally just reading an article about that. And I, I would say it's also for many men, is it's also about a, a sense of control hmm. um, that I think some men feel, uh, and like you said, there's some men that you know you know they've had their balls cut off that mm -hmm. feel like they don't have any control mm -hmm. and so being able to have some control over when they're having sex 
and ha having control over, uh, you know, a, a female form in some ways, I think is, I think that's another big part of what drives uh, many of the men to, to, uh, to, to get a play bay. Yeah. And because in outside of the, the, you know, having their play bay, when they go out in the world, they feel, they feel powerless. They feel, feel powerless at work. They may feel powerless when it comes to, you know, women or dating women. Um, and so being able to have a play bay and have that sense of control, I think really is, uh, gives them a bit of a, uh, oxytocin boost as well. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break here. This is, uh, this has been good. We've, uh, un we've unveiled and uh, disclosed a whole lot of benefits and advantages. So when we come back, we're gonna talk about how people get in touch with you, what what did something like this cost, you know, in terms of investment and, and, and those practical kinds of things and any tip that you might have to give my listeners. So if you just tuned in again, you're listening to Sex and Happiness, I'm Laurie Handlers. I'm interviewing Adrian Bailey, and this has been quite eye-opening and interesting about why you would purchase a Playbay, which is another name for a life-size, human-form, uh, grown-up doll. And, um, and it's been really interesting. So hopefully you have an open mind and you can see this in your life. It, these things are coming whether you want them or not. And like, why resist? This is just another way that people can get some satisfaction in this crazy ass life. So anyway, we're coming right back. We'll talk about how you get in touch with Adrian and how you buy one. Hi, you know, I want to talk to you seriously about going on vacation. To me, vacation is really important and I want to be somewhere that really stimulates me and really is fun. I want to tell you about a vacation you can come on where you can deepen your intimacy while also being at the perfect vacation. I'm talking about an all-inclusive vacation with a nude beach and a prude beach and an exceptional nightlife. In really fun classes, every day I will take you deeper and deeper into couples, sensuality, intimacy, and enhanced communication. My classes include things like making love in the unknown, making sex last longer, sex magic, and intimate massage techniques. This year, I'll be teaming up with Michael Gibson to offer Just Add Skill for Men and Goddess Massage. He and I will both offer private sessions on all these topics and more. So, you're asking when? October 13th to the 20th. The location is Hedonism 2 Resort in Negril, Jamaica. I really want you to come on this vacation with me. I'm not kidding. It changed my life to be in an environment like hedonism. So to book, call Tom's Trips. The number is 800-285-0853. That's 800-285-0853. You have to say that you're with me, Laurie Handlers. Please book right away because accommodations are going fast and this is really a dream vacation. So many times you've heard Lori talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And 
you can practice Lottie Han too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now. As a sex and happiness coach, I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with a Sibian has personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The Sibian can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience, often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add. Trust me on this. I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N dot com. Or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say, Laurie Handler has told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S, for men. This is Sex and Happiness, and I'm Laurie Handlers, interviewing Adrian Bailey. So, Adrian, um, what is, is, is there a final tip, or is there something you'd like to have my listeners do as a result of hearing this interview. Uh, we're going to tell them how to get in touch with you, but do, do you want to share with them uh, the website and uh, any tip that you might want to share with them for women or men when they're looking at your various creations? Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to the, the website. The website is myplaybay.com. So, and Bay is spelled B-A-E, so it's myplaybae.com. Um, and I guess the, the, the one thing that I'd really just like to get across um, to, to men and women, like you said, um, these things are coming our way. They're, um, mm -hmm. they're toys, um, but in many ways, they're... Uh, they're like toys, um, like, you know, when you were a kid, they can help, you know, help you stay happy. And I think in, in, a, in a lot of ways, men in particular um, will find that 
having one of these gorgeous, beautiful, realistic um, looking and feeling, by the way, we didn't really get into that too much, but these, these dolls are, have the full set, you know, of genitalia, usable genitalia that you'd find on a woman. And, um, you know, even the inside of the vaginas are textured. So when I tell you these things feel ultra realistic, they feel ultra uh, realistic. And so, you know, um, I feel like every guy should have one of these um, the same way nearly every woman has some sort of a, a sex toy, you know, whether she prominently displays it or whether she hides it in her panty drawer. Um, and I think, I think that, that guys, you know, we've, we've waited a long time to be able to finally have uh, some, some sex toys and boy, was it worth the wait? Cause these aren't your, you know, grandpa's blow up. <laughs> if you go to myplaybay.com and you take a look, you're going to see, there's a, a redhead on the main page that is, I mean, knock, you know, just like a knockout. Um, and so, and I would also just encourage women to have an open mind as well to, you know, I would actually, you know, encourage women to, to let their, not just let their man buy one, but encourage him to have one because, you know, in relationships, sometimes, you know, relationships can get a little bit stale. Uh, and I think this could be something that could spice things up a bit. I feel like, um, you know, a guy having a toy could also help in, in many ways where, you know, sometimes, you know, you talk about men and women, how hard they work, where the woman come, has come home and she's worked all day. And the last thing she wants to do is give her husband or her boyfriend a blowjob, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, she's tired, you know, she needs a break. And so she can go, look, go, go, go play with your toy. Go, go get your play bay. Go have some fun. I'm going to have a glass of wine and watch Sex in the City or whatever it is that she wants to do. Right. Um, and so these things, you know, they're not, they're not threatening. They're not going to replace her in any way, but they're just, you know, they're good, clean, safe, fun you know where your husband is you know where your boyfriend is he's not out in the streets you know he's home and he's got his toy to you know to play with and so right. um and I, so I uh, actually can I just say something I you know I've had some difficulties from time to time with my partner's dogs you know like I I just have to say sometimes a dog has gotten in the way of my relationship with whoever, oh. with whoever, uh -huh. because the dog was so valued or I don't, I don't, I'm not a person who's a proponent of sleeping in the bed with a dog. Mm -hmm. I think dogs belong on, you know, on the floor. I don't, sure. I don't welcome dogs to jump up. Anyway, I'm just saying, as you're talking, I'm saying to myself, this is so much easier than owning a dog. This is like, <laughs> this is like, uh, not a, you know, not a problem. This is like, yeah, play, play with your toy. Um, yeah. Move I, over, I Fido. Man has a new best friend. 
I think really, I think this is, I can see that. I can, I actually can see that. And I think the biggest thing, I mean, I can see everything you've said. And I think the biggest thing is the loneliness piece. Um, yeah. And I think we yeah. can have compassion about that and we don't have to judge what this is going to mean and how this is a downside for women. I, I don't see it. I just don't no. see it. You've used your creativity in a, in a, in a great way. And, um, you know, I, I hope others can see it like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So Adrian, I and, want to thank you. Yeah. Something else you have another point before well, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say, I, I just wanted to, to, you know, let people know to, you know, when they, when they visit the website, um, so I know you mentioned that they, you know, you've talked about sex robots and sex robots can run anywhere from between 15 and $20,000. Right. I would say that these, these dolls, uh, play bays are not uh, that expensive. They run between 1600 to about $2,100. Um, and we do offer PayPal financing. Um, which, you know, allows you to be able to, to sort of, you know, make monthly payments on that as well. But it's, it's going to be well worth the, uh, the investment, um, you know, the, just the amount of, um, you know, happiness that the, you know, the people that own a Playbase have expressed that they've been able to attain, um, you can't really put a price tag on that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you said, especially for the people that are home and they're lonely and they're, you know, they're looking for, you know, something in the interim um, to be able to have and to spend time with and to have fun with. Um, I would say, you know, don't hesitate and just do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I completely get it. And I feel the same way. I mean, I feel the same way about Sibian. So I'm saying, you know, as a woman, I get it. I completely yeah. get it. I don't think, I don't think any of these toys replaces a man in my life. I don't think any of these toys replace a man in anyone's life. Uh, for heterosexual women, I think toys are toys and men are men. I think the same thing, toys are toys and women are women. So um, I, I get it. And I, I thank you, Adrian. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for being my guest today on Sex and Happiness. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm thank you so much as well, Lori. Uh, it, it's been great chatting with you. And, um, you know, I hopefully at some point in the future, these things will take off and we'll have another conversation. We'll talk yeah. about, we'll talk about the next evolution and how things are progressing. Absolutely. Uh, actually, if they weren't so big, I probably would take one in my suitcase to demonstrate <laughs> it around, around the world. Well, oh, I didn't mention that, but there are, you know, if you are concerned about where you would put uh, something that big, because they are life-size, like there's uh, storage cases that we have that, you know, they look like, you know, there's one that actually looks like a, a piece of furniture um, right. with the ottoman that you can store it in. And so if your grandkids it. come over, they're not going like, what's this, Grandpa? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I understand. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening today. Thank you for being my get my listeners. And, you know, the most important part about the show is that you're listening in. So I don't take that lightly. I thank you so much. 
And please tune in to Sex and Happiness next time when I will have another amazing guest telling you something, sharing something that has to do with making your sex and your happiness better. This is Laurie Handler's signing off for Sex and Happiness today. Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at sexandhappiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh.